Welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and this is a really special episode. So I'm very, very grateful for you guys tuning in. I uh, just want to say, hey, what's up? If it's your first time, you're officially a meatball because that's what I call my listeners. So hey, meatballs, what's up? Um, a lot has been happening, and I thought it would be really special to release this Bonus episode in light of the tragic events that happened this past Sunday morning. Uh, and I thought, what better way to do it than with someone who is from California, LA, and has idolized Kobe Bryant uh, his entire life, um, and is also someone I've been wanting to have on the podcast for a very long time. Uh, so we we worked really hard to just get this interview going and to get it out there. And I hope it, I don't know, warms your heart. Um, my guest this week is the um, very multi-talented uh, Trevor Pennick from the boy band O-Town. Uh, he is also doing stand-up comedy and he tells some really, really great, just inspiring stories about um, Kobe and about uh, just growing up and performing with the band and how he got actually picked to be in the band, which is such a cool story. I hadn't even heard it before. Uh, and just he uh, he tells some cool stuff about, you know, working with Justin Timberlake and about Britney Spears and about the guys and just being on the road and just a lot of cool stuff. So I I really just want to get right into the episode because um, it's it's pretty cool and awesome. And uh, yeah, please, before, before we get to Trevor, uh, definitely just rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That means so much. Just five stars and leave us a nice review if you really like this episode. Um, because it, it helps me to keep What's Your Jersey podcast going. And I can't do it without you meatballs. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. I also have some shows coming up. So I post all of that on my social media, which is at Jacqueline Marfugi at J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. And um, yeah, if you have any questions or just want to reach out to say hi, you can also email me at what's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and without further ado, Trevor Pennick. The couch is like the spot. It's a good one, right? The couch always it's like a does safe something space. to people, you know? It relaxes you. Guard is down. Yeah. We're doing all the things. Yeah. Um, I, had, I got really emotional last night on the couch. You did? Yeah. Oh, wow. What, what, how did that start? Were you just watching every single tribute? Yeah. <sighs> I was watching the game. Okay. And I, had, I hadn't. I haven't had my, I hadn't had my cry yet. Uh huh. You know, I didn't get it the first day because I was flying home. Mm-hmm. We had shows in like Iowa and, um, I landed on my layover uh-huh. and I got, I went straight to the restroom Yeah. and Eric, I got done washing my hands. Eric comes in the restroom and he looks at me and he's like, Trevor. And I'm like, what's up? Trevor, I'm like, 
Eric. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, something, something's wrong. Something bad has happened. Yeah. And he had just mentioned his writing partner, like, got cancer or something. So I was like, I was like, in my head, I was like, oh my God, is it, is it Anthony? Like, what, what's going on? Mm. And he just looks at me again. He goes, Trevor. And I'm like, Eric. I'm like, what? Tell me. I'm like, just say it. Yeah. And he's like, he's like Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, Oh God! I'm like, oh, because LeBron passed him, you know, like, and I'm like, let me see. I like looked at his phone and like, and there's then the whole airport like just spread like wildfire, like it was crazy. And it's on CNN. Next thing you know, it was like right, it happened like right as well, I guess we were landing. Yeah. And so I didn't get to process that whole day because I was flying home and I couldn't really get on my phone and I couldn't really like sit down in front of anything and you know I didn't get home until late and then the next day, yeah, it was yesterday. And I just I still hadn't had it. And I went to my buddy's house and we started watching the final game. Mm. And then I watched the Tracy McGrady interview. I don't know if you know what Tracy McGrady said. I, I saw so many interviews yesterday, but I did not see that one. What did Tracy so say? So Tracy McGrady and him were like always super duper competitors, but they were like, he just said things like they were just good friends. He stayed at his house with them. He like, mm. he did so much stuff with them. And he's like talking about how they're kids and all this stuff. And he said, you know, Kobe talked this into existence. He said, when we were young, he said, Kobe used to tell me, man, I want to die young, man. I want to die young and I want to, I want to be immortalized. He said, he said, I want to play my career. I want to be better than Jordan. Then I want to die young. He said that when he was like little, when he was, you know, before he had his family, before he had any of his kids and like, yeah, he probably didn't feel that way now because he has kids or whatever, but it's like, how do you, I mean, so he kind of got what he wanted. I mean, that's the yeah, only silver like, lining right? I, I've I heard yeah. so far. Right. I saw that Derek Fisher. He was talking about him last night. I didn't see fish yet. Oh, <sighs> I'll see, probably bring it up again. It was kind. It was the opposite of that, though, where he was talking about how he changed once he had his daughters, mm-hmm. and how the thing that resonated the most with Derek was Kobe saying, "I need to think twenty years ahead now, and I need yeah. to do everything." for them as if it was 20 years from now to have them set up. So maybe kind of in a way. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that sucks, man. And then like they attributes everything is like, it's a know, lot. And it just makes me so mad or not mad, but, um, but it's like all the love, you know, and it's like people saying all the things about them. And it's like, those are the things that like, I used to always argue to people about like mm-hmm. how he really was, mm-hmm. you know, it's like even people that were like fans of him were, were not female fans. It was always just like, Oh, Kobe, like you either loved him or you were like, whatever you just were impartial or you said like, fuck that guy, you know? Like, yeah. There was a lot of personal life stuff that yeah, people were like personal, on the fence all the about stuff, all the, you know, the rape stuff. And yeah. it's like, but he like, he came out of that mm-hmm. like a better dude. And it's like, people are just like, you, like he does the one thing and like, he's just, that's it. Canceled. Oh man, it's no, just like, but, but it's good to see like now the love and like people talking about those, the great things about him. And then it's like, it's like what he did on the court and what he's doing off the court with his daughters and like the WNBA. I mean, his yeah. daughter Gigi never even played for them or a college team. And I feel like there's been more light shown on them because she started being for invested sure. in basketball. Yeah, absolutely. And she has already set a legacy almost towards little girls and like already more, more are going to start playing because of her, you know? Oh, like, I, I mean, it made me want to play. I know. No. Oh my God. You're like, I do got a jumper. <laughs> and that UConn, they had the number two Jersey out last night for yeah. her. That was amazing. And 
uh, just the love that's been outpouring for the city of Los Angeles, oh. uh, which is why. So I've been wanting to have Trevor on the podcast probably for the past like three years. Yeah. And we've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. And even though this is such like a tragic week and tragic occasion, I couldn't think of anyone that's more ride or die LA and anyone that loves the Lakers more than you do to just bring on and just talk about it and talk about your favorite memories of Kobe and what he meant to you. And I mean, he was everything to me. We were this, you know, he graduated a year before me. I played basketball, me and my, it's like the bond between like all my closest friends, like that I have from home and like me and my best friend. It's like, that's all we did. Our entire twenties was watch Kobe like just have like, he was our guy mm-hmm. he was our age he was our dude we're like he's better than michael like trying to tell everyone all the time he does this better than mike he does this better than mike like people are like yo you're crazy you're crazy and we're just like no no like you guys mm-hmm. don't know you you know like and I'm, I'm smiling but these are like arguments you know i used to get in huge discussions about this and like at bars and family things like like you know fighting people losing friends over it it's like the passion I had for this dude was, it was just unmatched by, by like, it's crazy. And then we used to always talk about how, how, uh, how much he worked, how hard he worked. Work ethic. Like the 24 hours in the day. That's why he changed his number to 24. He's work all day, all 24 seconds in the shot clock. And it's like, this dude would get up at five thirty. These These are all real stories. That's what he did. His mm-hmm. life was the basketball. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he, when he retired, that's why he knows he didn't leave anything. He didn't not work out one day mm-hmm. and say, oh, if I'd have worked out that day, maybe we would have won. That never happened. He never had any regrets about working hard. Mm-hmm. So when it was time for him to say, I'm ready to give it up, he had, he, it wasn't like, it, was it wasn't a thing where he's him. like missing the game. It was so easy, mm-hmm. so easy for him. And so now all the passion and everything that he's putting in now is to his family. So mm-hmm. that same dedication that he had to go to the gym every day when Vanessa was the one that was not getting his attention mm-hmm. because he's like, this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. But when this is done, all this will go to you and our family. He was setting and them it up. has. Yes. Yeah. And no. it has, and it went all, you know, and it's like, that's the guy, you know, that's the guy. Yeah. That's what he was. And that's I, what makes him better than Michael to me. That's crazy. It's crazy also because I, I saw somewhere yesterday that he started taking the helicopters, not just to get to the games, but so he could get back to his family. So when he was in town, he could pick the girls up from school and drop them off. And it was because he was sitting in traffic that he missed like a school play. Yeah. And he was like, I yeah, need I helicopter. That's it. And that, oh. and just... I think, I don't know if you've ever lost anyone like tragically, but it was so sad to read like LeBron being like, I just talked to him, you know, and that's the hardest thing. Like Mm -hmm. when you lose someone tragically like that, you're literally texting them an hour or two and then an hour later you get a phone call and it's just awful. I just had a a friend of mine, fraternity brother that I still hang with, still play golf with all the time, Mm -hmm. just passed, you know, last month. I'm so sorry. And thank you. Mm -hmm. Same thing. It was like, he just, he had a, he had a stroke, 45. Stroke and heart just on the on the golf course. On the golf course. On the 18th hole, he was waiting to putt out, standing there. <laughs> standing there. Uh, you know, he used to stand with the golf club. Like yeah. a putter or whatever. Just standing there. And he just goes, uh, and just falls over. And that's it. Like that. 
Game's over. Game over. Whew, man. Crazy. Rough. Is there any is there any quote or anything that you always keep with you that Kobe would say or like a mantra? I know everyone calls him Mamba. I mean, yeah, the black Mamba thing. I don't really there isn't like a I don't I never like I never grasped onto anything like that. Yeah. Um I think that just the way he inspires. Mm-hmm. The Mamba mentality. It's like what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. That 5 a.m., 5 a.m., doing doing the work, doing all that's necessary to succeed in what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I, I've been telling my nieces and nephews that. It's like, I don't forget about trying to find a job. What do you love? I keep telling them, what do you love? Mm-hmm. Find out what you love more than anything. If it's music, if it's sports, if it's cooking, if it's eating, it's like find photography, whatever. whatever it is, whatever it is you love. Yes. Atar my knees. I'm like, find a way to do that and do it. Yeah. In some form. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the musician. You could be the manager of the musician. Mm-hmm. You could be the social media manager, but you're in the music. Oh, he has got a show. You get to go to the show. You get to see. It's like, there's, you know, just, just about that. And that's what Kobe talks about. Yeah. It's exactly what he talks about. And you had just posted a picture with him. So when did you actually finally get to meet him? Oh, my God. That was like, and I wasn't even going to go out to him because I was like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> I know like what that's like. And like, when you know, if you're somewhere and people want to like bombard you, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just was with my buddy and he's like, dude, you have to go get it. He's like, he's right there. Mm-hmm. He's He's taking pictures happily. And he's like, you don't know if you're ever going to get this chance again. And I was like, oh, man. I'm like, you put it like that. He's like, dude, he's like, when I first met Bruce, he's like, I was Bruce, you know, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Evanstead? So I was with Ben, yeah. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. (laughs) You better be listening. (laughs) (laughs) I was with Ben, and, uh, you know, he told me that. And I'm like, okay, fine, 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 fine. And, like, this is is a month before he tore his Achilles. It was at the Golden Globes after party. So you were at the after February, party? February, yeah. Oh, okay. And um, so they had just played a home game, and they won. And then he came to the party. And so, and at this time, we were like, he was carrying us on his back. Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. Steve Nash, Pau Gasol, that was the squad. And they were, we were like floating around this eighth seed and later. We weren't even going to make the playoffs. And then he just like went on a, we finished like 21 and 7, um, he was averaging like 32 a game. Like he was just ki- that. This is why he tore his Achilles. I mean, yeah. because he was just doing so Literally much. Literally the team. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. He was doing so much. And so it was great because I got to like, I went to his assistant that was standing there. I was like, hey, I was like, you know, or Ben. Ben was like, hey, do you mind like one more? He's like, my friend is like, he's like the biggest Kobe fan. Like, can he just take like, and he's like, yeah, of course. Come, come on up. And I'm like, and so then I went up and I was just like, Oh man, I'm like, Kobe, Kobe. He's like, yo, I said, hey man, I was like, keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm like, you inspired me in ways you don't even know. I'm like, just keep doing whatever it is that you're doing, man. I love you and thank you. I'm like, quick photo. He's like, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. I was like, that's why in the picture, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so cheesing. But he's cheesing too. I'm like, I can't even tell who's happier to meet who here. (laughs) He's a huge O-Town fan. Did you know that? Did you know? Hmm. That happened. I met like an idol recently, and it was the same situation where I I performed at Sopranos Con, and I got to play Drea DeMatteo's character in sketches, and I've always loved her, oh, right. Adriana. And 
I she didn't show up the first day because her her kid was sick understandably and the second day just lines and lines of people waiting to meet her but like I had all access VIP and like even the production coordinator the series brought me over introduced me to her like best friends everything but she was so mobbed that I was just like no not a good time like like, I'm good and I pack up because I had a podcast booth there I had everything so I packed up like it's the end of the convention I packed up all my stuff said goodbye to everyone I'm in an uber with my mom my mom's exhausted she's like we're done like, we've done two days of this. Like, we're going home. And I was like, okay. And then I get a call. Literally, we're in the car for less than five minutes. And it's the guy that played Christopher and all the sketches. He was like, Dre DeMatteo wants to meet you. You got to get back here. Oh, my God. And I was just That's like, so cool. oh, I can't do this to my mom. Literally, the Uber driver turned the car around and he was like, you're going back. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was just one of those things. That same conversation. Like, you have no idea how much you inspire me. Right, like, right. all of that. And we both cheesiest grins. Yeah. And, like, it was one of those. you got to chat for a little bit. It yeah. Like, oh, yeah see. I was and, quick. I had to, like, yeah. get it out real fast. I mean, it wasn't that long. But it was just one of those things where there was a split I second that. where that she, moment that, would I love have. that they called you and said, she wants to meet. Yeah. yeah. Like, get back here. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's ready. <laughs> She could do this. Let's let's make this happen. And it's just one of those things that I think it's a shot you should always take. And that's something we can attribute to go. Kobe. Yep. There, there it go. is. Exactly. Right? Take the shot. Exactly. Do it. Yep. Well, we yes. love you, Kobe. We love you, yeah, Gigi. We love you, Kobe. Gigi. Every I mean, there were nine people that were tragically killed in that accident. Oh my so God. our love and prayers and just to the the uh, the baseball coach, they they had a game yesterday. Do they OCC, do they actually yeah. play it? Yeah, they played. Wow. We did a big tribute for him. That was sad. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So just everyone. Prayers. I prayers, know. Prayers prayers, prayers. prayers. Lots of prayers. Lots of people affected. Yeah. Not, I mean, nine people. That's. It's, and the family, just the aftershocks of it all to everyone <laughs> yeah. is just insane. But if anything, and I know everyone's posting, just tell people you love them. Don't take anything for granted and just live every single day to your fullest. I um, <laughs> When I went to the gym this morning, I was leaving. The owner's husband and wife. I've been going to their gyms for like what ten, gym is it? ten years now. It's called Lift Society. Oh. Yeah. And uh as I was walking out today, I was like, Hey, I was like, I love you guys, man. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And they're like, Okay, I'm like, I'm like, hey, if I don't see you tomorrow, I love you. They're like, Hey, I'm like, Kobe. Like, Kobe. And they're like, Okay. Like, we love you too, Trevor. I'm like, Great. See you, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh like, man. Come on. And all, and we'll move on because I want to get into all the amazing things that were you. Um, I got to shoot something and I can't really talk about it yesterday, but it was with one of the late night hosts that did a tribute last night. And it was just so crazy because like what we shot was totally isolated. That's not going on for until later this week. And it's just so crazy to see that like people do have to like carry on and do their job and then go on and like write this heavy monologue and the tributes last night were just so amazing um did you see the friday why friday is that when the next laker game it was supposed to be tonight it was supposed to be tonight they canceled it they canceled it so friday they play portland Mm -hmm. and trevor ariza plays for portland who Mm -hmm. played with kobe Mm -hmm. carmelo plays for portland who like had a tough like thing with so it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be a lot they're gonna do Damn, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what's going to happen. Kobe's going to... They're going to rename the court. Yeah. God. That's why they're waiting until Friday so they can get everything painted on the court. So it's like they're going to reveal something. Definitely. They have to. And I wanted to know, segue into the Grammys. 
you know, because that was another thing that like, did they postpone? No, they didn't. They went on with it. And it was, it was actually, I think a really cool memorial to have it at the Staples Center and to show his jerseys and to Mm -hmm. just, I don't think anyone besides like Lizzo and Alicia Keys could have opened it up that way where Lizzo's like, this one's for Kobe. And then Alicia just shut it down. Yeah, that was, uh, that was super inspiring and great by the Grammys. I mean, just a testament again, because it's like, Kobe wasn't even in music. No. You know, he wasn't even in music and he was all over that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they were good. They were heavy. They were heavy. And I was but. wondering that because it's, I don't think every song was changed at the last minute. No, no, it was course. just like a, a heavy year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like. People are sad, apparently. Everyone's sad. <laughs> That's right. Why wasn't O-Town there? You guys need you have very uplifting music. music. Very uplifting, I know. It's crazy. Oh, Jeez, man. Come on. No. Have you been to the Grammys before? No, never been to the Grammys. Well, you deserve to be there. Never say never. I have yet to be to the Grammys. yet to go have yet to go to the Grammys. There That's you go. so crazy to me. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. No. No, not really. Nah. I've been to Clive's Grammy party. Well, way you've better worked than with like yeah. legend Clive, Clive Davis. Yeah, yeah, I so. mean, I was going to ask you about that probably 20 minutes from now, but we could just go into <laughs> it. <laughs> he wasn't the first person you guys worked with or signed. Right? He was the first record producer that signed us. Yes. Oh, okay. Like Lou Pearlman found us mm-hmm. and then Clive, like his label, he was um, just starting a brand new label. He left Arista Records, which is where he founded like Whitney Houston, um, Santana. That was all with Arista. And then he was moving and turning it into J Records, which it, it is now still J Records. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, we were the first new act that he signed to J Records. That's so cool. Yeah, it gave us instant, um, like, it gave us instant, like, respect, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah, as well, much as it could get. I mean, what was, was that like, like? Oh, Clive signed them. Like, oh. okay, maybe they're like, okay, maybe they're pretty good. You know, who knows? <laughs> See, I'm excited to just talk shop with you about this stuff because I've met Trevor. I think it was over ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, and I feel like I've just never because you are a celebrity. You are someone who's you've been on TRL. Like we grew up watching we, that. Yeah. And that's, I feel like I've never even asked you about that aspect of your life. Like with Trevor, I like pretend that doesn't exist, you know, like just like, Hey, what's up? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like, and that's it. So for me, this is just fun to talk shop with yeah, you, yeah, for sure. you know, like, what was it like meeting Clive for the first time? Like, did you play it cool? Like, yeah, we played it cool. Cause it was like, wow, this there's this guy, you know, that wants to like sign us. So it was like. Hey, we he, we went to like his, his spare house, like in the woods. We used to call him, um, <laughs> we used to call him Mountain Clive. <laughs> that just Mountain, sounds creepy. Like, cause you're like going into it, like, it's crazy. It's a beautiful house. Okay. And it was him, uh, one of his A&R guys and Simon Cowell was there. This is before American <sighs> Idol. Simon Cowell was in the room and this was at the house and it was just him three and then us and Lou Perlman and Mike Cronin and, um, yeah. And we sang like an acapella. That mm-hmm. was it. And he just yeah, he just signed us right there on the spot. He's like, all right, yeah, I think we're going to work together. And we're like, <laughs> we got in the car after and we were all going crazy. We we're like, oh my God, we just met Clive. He just said, we're going to, he's going to sign like, we're going to be the first new act. Like we have, like, it was crazy. Oh like, my gosh. That's so that cool. was so awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I want to start. So what's your jersey is all 
where are you from, how you got to where you are. I'm from Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, that's what I wanted to make California. sure. California. <laughs> it's about an hour east of yes. Los Angeles. It's, it's just a fun name to say. Out in the suburbs. Everybody says that. <laughs> it's a fun name to say. Everybody says that. Um, you know, great, great place to raise a family. Mm-hmm. You know. You're very close so, with your family, too. Very close with my family, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I want to know what Trevor was like when he was a little kid. Like, were you always just kind of like life of the party, like making everyone happy, performing or like, how yeah. did this all start? Yeah. Yeah. When I, like, I used to always love dancing and music. Like when I was seven, one of my older cousins got married and I have this memory of just like this little boy and just like taking over the day, you know, the little boy that takes over the dance floor at the weddings now. Uh, yeah. You know, that's what I was doing that. That was me. And, you know, I, that was when I knew I loved people watching me. Mm-hmm. That happened. Uh, my parents would have to drag me out of bat mitzvahs. Yeah. I, I, went, to, I went to plenty of bat mitzvahs. <laughs> bar just, mitzvahs, bar, actually. Bar, so bar for me. I did. I, yeah. And I, I remember, like, that was still one of the first where, like, the party dancers would have me up front with everyone. Right, right, and right. And just, right, like, right. I'm performing all of a sudden. <laughs> right. Like, I, by the, I, I treat it like it was a job. I would come out, like, sweating. <laughs> like, Mom, we can't leave. They need like, me. It's about to be the big, the big finish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I freaking loved bar mitzvahs. Oh. That was, like, gold to me. Yeah, no. That's awesome. Were gold. Did you have like a favorite party? I recently had to do a combination of Cotton Eye Joe and I hadn't heard that song in years. Did you have like a favorite song that you got to like bust out to on the dance floor when you were little? Um, For me, it was always, oh, I mean, when I was little, little, it didn't, I don't even think it mattered. I yeah. loved Hammer. I loved MC Hammer because he was like his energy. Mm-hmm. So I would love when like can't touch this would come on when that was big. Um That's such a good song. You know, like I <laughs> I made a video of doing crisscross. I loved crisscross. I could do that. <laughs> I was like twelve and I had the jacket, I put it on backwards, I had these other pants, I put on, I did the whole I learned all their songs, like I loved so like your inner child is very in line with what you are now yes yes 100% my inner child is still right right lane yes we are we are driving parallel oh my god that's so funny for sure that's so cool so did you went to high school in Rancho Cucamonga went to to everything elementary junior high high school okay so you were all there and then college or did you go I went to Orange County I went to Cal State Fullerton oh my gosh so you were in SoCal He's not lying, guys. Outreach. (laughs) Just, you know, got a bigger outreach of people. Yeah. Because I stayed, you know. Um, Yeah. That's crazy. And then how did you end up in Orlando? Like, how did you end up in front of Lou Pearlman? How did you meet all the boys? Tell us everything. That was in college. Really? In college. I was in my third year of college. What were you studying? Theater. 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 Oh, me too. I was a little theater major. Theater. And uh, my best friend, Joel, at the time. The Joel I know? Friend. Yeah, Joel. Wow. We went to college together, too. That's awesome. Um, he was working for the paper, mm-hmm. so we got to go on the internet all the time, and he found out that they were auditioning like a new band for Lou Pearlman, and so he he's like, dude, guess what I found? He's like, we got to audition for this, so we got to send in a tape, and so we made a tape at school, oh my like God. a VHS tape, the huge recorder. Like We had to rent out 
one of the theater rooms, like the space, like record it. Not like here with your light and I mean, yeah, <laughs> cell my tape. phone. Yeah, yeah, I wish. I wish. It could Very have different that production. Oh my god! Imagine what I would have done if we had. Oh my god! If I had social media when we here. were in high school oh, and college. If I had access to a camera like that when I was growing up, oh, it would have been so different. Yeah, I would have been. I would have probably so gotten in trouble videos. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd definitely be a YouTuber. Well, I sure. used to make my friends. I haven't thought about this in ages. I would make them act out scenes from movies oh, and yeah. do like the. I would host the movie awards, and then we would act out all the scenes for the MTV Movie Awards. That's amazing. Yes, <laughs> psycho. I wrote. Me, me and my buddy wrote and shot a movie. Yeah. Ourselves with a camcorder, <laughs> Karate Kid uh, Four. We basically we were like doing fighting and like we were totally acting. Like what is it? <laughs> like. We like put it all together. That's crazy. You're yeah. still in post production. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, cool. yeah, still in post. <laughs> that's that's great. I remember I actually waited in a very long line on a very hot day in New York City to audition for making the band. I left college one Ooh, day. The Danity Kane one. The Danity Kane one. Yeah. And my aunt Claire, who worked in the city, came and met me, and we like waited on the line for hours. And as I was getting closer to the front, they shut the entire thing down because like a mob basically broke out because people were losing their shit. Oh and my god! So I never. Ma- I mean, I could have been the list- missing link to Danity Kane. You could have been the glue that, that kept them together. That kept them sane. I mean, sane. <laughs> <laughs> what's happened to Aubrey O'Day? Oh. We were trying, we were, we were talking about like trying to do a, like a making the band reunion tour. Yeah. Us with, you know, with Danny Kane. I would, I would go for sure. And our agent's like, okay, um, all right. Yeah. I think they're, you know, I think they're getting back together. Like we heard, we heard they're getting back together. And then, um, yeah, our agent called us the next day. He's like, oh, they had their first rehearsal and they broke up. (laughs) Like they legit, like, Like, they just just, started fighting. It's not. Because they fought. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know. Who knows what happened? I don't know what happened. I'm not going to say I know what happened, but yeah, I can imagine what happened. I know it was like when we got back together, it wasn't anything like how it would be for girls. Oh, yeah. We're like, what's up? You know what I mean? And they're like, I saw what you had posted about me, um, <laughs> you know, whatever that day. And she's like, no, I didn't. And it probably just got all crazy. And they were like, fuck this. They this went, is, you know, like or, or real whatever. housewives yeah, on each other. Yeah. For I sure. wish that shit would have been on tape. Oh, God. That's the See, show. That's what I'm saying. Right. Come on. <laughs> we got a show here. So but yeah, you send so in your Danny tapes. Can get back together. Please. <laughs> Please. We need that. We need the tour. Um, or I could just step in for whoever's the troublemaker. Right. Let's do yeah, whatever. Let's, let's make another show. Jeez. Um, you guys like hold auditions. <laughs> yeah. They, why wouldn't they? I don't make it again because you shut it down. As I'll I get shut it right front. when I see you. Uh, so we're going to. Oh, no. Oh, there's a melee. <laughs> There is a melee. Nothing's <laughs> happening. There's seven people here. Nope, there's a melee. We got to shut it down. It's in the back. Well, the rest, are you accepting self-tapes? In the back of the restaurant. <laughs> we already got your self-tape. We're good. Thank you. <laughs> that happened. That's what happened to me. Really? So, yeah, what yeah. happened oh, so with that? So, we sent in the tape, and then, like, two, three days later, Joel got an email back. It's like, you've been selected to appear in front of a panel of judges. I remember that line. Like It was like, dear Joel. You have been selected to appear in front of a panel of judges at the Hard Rock Cafe, you know, in Universal Studios oh my God. on November 4th, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. Oh my God. I'm like, let me check my email. <laughs> oh shit. I don't have anything. Okay. But I just set my email. It was the first time I had an email. Like I didn't even know yeah. what I was doing. So I was like, maybe I didn't set it up right. You know, da, da, da. And, um. 
you know, I check the next day, nothing. Check the next day, nothing. Check the next day, nothing. I'm like, okay. Oh my god. And so that the day was coming to go, and Joel was like, "Dude, you got to go with me." He's like, "Just come. I don't want to drive. This is where we're in Fullerton." He's like, "I don't want to drive all the way up there by myself." Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, "Okay, I get that, but like, they saw me on the tape with you. They, they, they it's a, it's a, it's a hard no." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, but you could still like, you could still sing there. You could still walk up and audition." I'm like. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, all right, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Perfect. Let's go. And so we go and you have to check in again. Right. Uh So he goes to check in. I'm like, you know, let me just check and see just in case my email was wrong and they do have my name. Mm -hmm. And you know, she's like, Joel Helgeson. And he's like, oh yeah. She's like, okay, you'll be right over here. Like in the first like group of like 20 people. Mm -hmm. And then there's like, you know, 500 people line. And I'm like, oh, Trevor Penix. She's like, like, what's the last name again, honey? Penix. And I'm like, Penix. She's like, no, I don't. You're not on here. But, you know, you can still do the the general line. I'm like, okay. All right. And I look at Joel. I'm like, well, I'm going to be over here. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So I'm like in the back of the line and back of the line, back of the line. Joel gets to go early. Um, And he sucks. He was sick that day. He got sick like the night before. He was like the whole time up there. He was like drinking cough medicine, all this stuff oh. up there. So when he got up there, it was like it sucked. God. Um, so it worked for you. Yeah. So I was like about to get, I was like super, super nervous, super, super nervous. I'm like singing my song the entire way I'm in line. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just in my own zone. I'm in my mama mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. Yeah. Tearing up my heart. And, you know, like. So you saying tearing up my heart? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Here we go. Here we go. Like, in my mind, I still got, like, two hours left of, like, this. <laughs> you know, like, geez, I'm just, you know, anxious, anxious, anxious. And some dude just walks by. His name is Andy Gross. Walks by. He looks at me. He goes, what's your name? I'm like, Trevor. He's like, he's like, you ready to audition right now? I'm taking the front. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, come on. Just come with me. And we just walk past everyone, walk up the stairs. We go up the thing. Like, a dude's about to walk up and sing. And he's like, excuse me, son. And he just like cuts me up. He's like, go ahead. I'm like, ah. all right. And like all those nerves just fucking whoosh, just went away. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Because it's in you. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's gamer. in your bones. Yeah, That's crazy. crazy. So you sang Tearing Up My Heart, Acapella. No, no. With the track. With the track. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, did you dance did, at all? Uh, or yeah, did definitely you definitely had to dance. So you I danced... had to show them my best quality. Do you know how hard that is? You're no, like, yeah, I do hard. know. No, I don't. That Wait, was... dancing while singing? That's so insane. No, it's so hard. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I can try. And it's like, no, no, thank you. That's why you were the pop star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, that's so cool. It. So how did it all like come together? Yeah. So then I did a, I did a good job. <laughs> and then, you know, I, they're like, okay, now we need you to talk to someone for two hours. I did an interview, like a road rules, real world type thing, because it was a TV show, which oh, yeah. we didn't even know. I had no idea. Okay. I thought it was more like a, just a personality just test a to see like if they like who's going to be in the band. Mm. And you know, then they got to talk to me for like two hours. I told the woman that was talking to me because she was so good at asking questions and like digging deep. That's their job. Yeah. Because they're they're trying to find cast members for. You know, people, you know, storyline, yeah, yeah. flaws, so, chinks in the yeah. armor. So she's like, yeah, what do you, you know? And I told her things at the time that I had never told anyone like about my family. And like, I was like crying. <laughs> and I left there. And I was like, oh, I, like I said, I had no idea it was for a TV show. Yeah. But 
After I knew that, I know that when I left there, she was like, um. <laughs> Golden ticket we right need here. this guy. You're going to Hollywood. <laughs> we need this guy. Wow. But so were the know. other guys, like, did you see any of the other guys? I met Jacob that day. You did? Yep. Did he have, like, a vibe that you were like, oh, this kid? Yeah, I definitely. was like, he's the shit. Really? Yeah, I heard him sing, and I was like, and he was like, kind of rockery, and I was like, damn, I was like, this fool's dope. That's so cool. And what's funny is that they uh, they they narrowed all that 500 down to like 20. Yeah. And they brought us all out into the front of the Hard Rock at the very end of the day, uh-huh. and they had someone come out, and they're like, all right, um, they're like, hold on, before Lou comes out here, they're like, we need Trevor and Jacob. Uh, something happened with your interviews. We need you guys to come back and like, we're going to need you to, you know, redo your interviews. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be here for another two hours. I have to, I have to re-talk to this woman again, right? So I go in this back room and I'm with him and I'm like, damn, man, we got to redo these tapes. And he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't think so. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he's like, I'd rather be me and you than be the 20 of them out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, Jacob, you're so smart. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. And then they come back and they're like, Jacob, they take Jacob out. And I'm like, oh, shit. No. I'm like, this is between me and Jacob. I'm like, shit. I'm like, God he's fucking baller. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. I like find a mirror in the thing. And I'm like, you fucking got this. Go out there and fucking do your thing. You got this. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm like, he's dope, but you're doper. You're doper. You're doper. Like, you got this. You got this. You Trevor got this. is standing looking so, in my mirror right now, pointing at himself. He is like hyped up. This is great. I wish I was videotaping this. So, yeah. So, and then I'm like, all right, like, this is it. Like. I know how Dobie was. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like super nervous. And, um, and oh, then, yeah. God. And then I go out there and I like grab the mic and I'm like, you know, and Lou's like, hey, hey, Trevor. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, when are you get like in my head, I'm like, tell me to sing. Like, I'm fucking ready. Like, You're you like, know, nah, he's like, so Mike. he's like, uh, so, you know, so do you like traveling? And I'm like, uh yeah yeah i love traveling he's like all right well you're gonna be traveling to orlando you're one of the top 25 i'm like oh shit <laughs> even though i don't gotta sing again like i made it oh and then gosh. jacob like comes over and i'm like oh shit like what a uh, journey i feel like yeah. we we're all just at this audition with you yeah, that was great man wow that's so cool because yeah. you took the shot and you went yeah. Even though they didn't want you at yeah. first. <laughs> you make them want you. Well, I'm a That's, mentality. I love that. That's so cool. And so then you like met everyone else in Orlando and was it another round? Same of, like, thing, yeah. So then there was like of uh so they went to eight cities. So they took me and Jacob from LA. Okay. And then they took like two, three, two from here, from here, from here. And, That's and then we huge. all met in Orlando. And there was twenty five of us. And then they're gonna take the twenty five of us down to eight. And we had to sing and dance again the next day. And I was even, I mean, they were all Jacobs to me. Yeah. They were all fucking bomb ass singers, which yeah. I wasn't at the time. Uh-huh. You know, so I was. Did anyone look like you? I was way more nervous. No. So that's good. No. There was like, uh, yeah, there was one other, like there was one other mixed guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah because I feel like I, for auditioning, I mean. You walk into a room and one of the biggest battles is seeing a bunch of girls that look yeah, like that you. Yeah, look like you. Yeah, for sure. And you got to like talk yourself off the ledge yeah, 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 and be yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. They it's, aren't me. Right. Yeah. But still. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? I mean, you, 
that's why you always see the same people at auditions. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no. that guy was here. There's last definitely time I was here. Oh, that guy's here <laughs> oh, again. Cool. Down great. To the oh, two that's of the us. guy that booked the last one. I was in there with him. So, okay, great. <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> Wait, so I want to know like what those years were like elevator pitch it just because, you know, you've probably done this on a million. <laughs> okay. He's I just tried to give a Twizzler, Twizzler a chance. <laughs> I tried to give the Twizzler a chance. Oh and as soon God. as my teeth hit that plastic tasting. It's so good. Nasty. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And the These best, are, oh my God. The best go trick you could do. You literally could bite off the the ends of the Twizzler and put it in your LaCroix and, and then drink use it, it as a straw. Yeah, but the red vines work way better with that. Oh, yeah, they are bigger. That's true. Well, whatever. They're too sweet. I like a Twizzler. Like, I don't oh like that. God. No. And those are peanut butter M&Ms, yes, not just I regular. Saw that. I those saw are that. good. Yeah. Um, okay. So Sorry. I want to know TRL. Was that like your first big, like, you were like, oh, shit. Like, what was your first, like, oh, uh, we've, like, made it. Or, like, this is great. Like, what was the first moment? Um, I mean, the first time you hear your song on the radio mm. is always kind of cool. But ours was, like, it wasn't super organic. It was organic as to, to the point where, like, we didn't know when it was going to come on. Mm-hmm. But we knew it was going to come on that day. Okay. So we just had the radio on in the house. We were actually moving from the O-Town house into apartments. And so we just had the radio on into the both apartments were like right across the way from each other. Oh, my God. And yeah, we were like in the middle of a run and they like played the song on the radio. That was like, holy shit, we're on the, you know, I'm on the radio. <laughs> Fuck. The first time it's like. That's so cool. You're just so excited. You don't even have time to like fathom like the, you know, the how big that is, mm-hmm. but. Um, I literally, I mean, you were doing like reality TV before it was reality TV. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you didn't pioneers. You really were like, you didn't have guidelines. Like it's not the way it is now where it's very manufactured and you know, we were followed 24 seven. Like what was that like? I don't do that anymore. Cause now, I mean, we follow ourselves with our selfies and our phones. Like it doesn't, it's no big deal. I'll tell you, that's what I'll tell you is the biggest difference. So when we were shooting our TV show, and we would go to a public place. Nobody would sign the waiver or like if celebrities were, if we went to a party, mm-hmm. celebrities were always like, keep those guys away from me. What? Like keep the, you know, like nobody wanted to do that. Nobody, everyone no. wanted their privacy. They didn't want to be on our TV show. It's mm. like nowadays it's like everyone has their own TV show. Oh it's my like, God. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. That's the biggest difference. It's, it's like, insane. And it's, it's crazy because like, I feel like it's taken me a very long time to pull my phone out wherever I am and be like, guess who I'm with. And then I just, I was around so many comics and green rooms who would do that or just be out and be like, well, I guess maybe I should do this too. Like, Everyone else not like to jump off a bridge and everyone else is jumping off the bridge kind of a thing. But it's like working for people and people want to see your day to day life now. So it's just a part of opening up and being in that arena. That was definitely the hardest thing, I think, for like the generation of people that had it both ways Mm -hmm. is because we weren't we didn't come from that. No. So for us doing that was like, oh, you're going to take a selfie. Yeah. Like, exactly. Well, you're going to record. I don't want to see what your food, you know, it's like we still had that mentality yeah. to begin with. But then it's like as like it starts to spread mm-hmm. into our generation, it's like eventually it's like, you know what? And especially if you're trying to do something in, in entertainment, you know, it's like you have to. 
To, you, you have to. You have to get over the whole like, oh, you're fully yourself. You're not fully yourself. Mm-mm. You're not fully yourself. You're just doing the right things necessary for yourself to be successful. Exactly. And that, it it takes this to be successful now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And if how you're many followers still, do you have? What do you do? You know. It's like, oh my god! How many times do I have to hear that? <laughs> On a more fun crazy. note, so you always like basketball. Also, always resonated with you. Uh-huh. All sports, but All basketball is my favorite. But that was your favorite, and one of. The coolest things I remember you guys did, was it with NSYNC? They had like a basketball tournament. Yeah, we played in the ch- yeah. challenge for the children. Um, NSYNC, yeah, that was just me though. Because you you were really close with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Closer than Backstreet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because Backstreet was gone all the time. They, I never <laughs> like They were just always on tour. They, they were just always, always on tour. Or whatever. And sometimes NSYNC would sometimes would still be around and like... Chris lived right down the road. Yeah. So, and then Justin, you know, we used to be at the clubs or, you know, somebody's house, house parties. I'm sorry. Are you talking about Justin Timberlake? Oh, sorry. I just threw that <laughs> Justin out there. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Justin. Um, you know. Because I was obsessed when like him and Britney would play. Oh, They'd be yes. pinky and stinky. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you play with them then? No. The year I played, Britney wasn't there. Hello. I'm in love with her. Oh, wait. I don't know. We should have a Britney off. Which one of us is more in love with Britney? Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Trevor's met Brittany and talked to her and like yes. you've like worked with her. Can you tell me about all of that? And then you could tell us about Justin Timberlake, whatever. <laughs> I could tell you I could tell you my one of my favorite Brittany stories. Please do. Actually I've I too I'll, t- I'll tell you this one. I can tell you another one off. Oh so, tea guys. <laughs> so no, we had we you know, we we did a whole tour with her. Mm-hmm. So um <sighs> never been more jealous yeah that was that was really cool because that was you know she was at her pinnacle that was like slave for you you know that was like (sighs) that was when her and justin were together yeah like on her birthday like she had to we had to she had like a big party at some club we were in new york Mm -hmm. and like every hour she got pulled into like this vip special room Mm -hmm. and she opened a present from him every hour like at 11, at 12, at 1, at 2. Like, I was like, this motherfucker's a G. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, this dude is, that is just some good shit. Justin, you're the fucking man. You right. Know, he knows how much I appreciate him. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so we're at uh, Penn State, mm-hmm. and they have, Penn State has this bomb, bomb, bomb dressing room. Because okay. we performed at Penn State like the the summer before, mm-hmm. they have like a jacuzzi tub in there. Like it's this huge dressing room, Jesus. and we had very strict you know rules where we could go, especially if we had the cameras with us because mm-hmm. we were filming. You know, we we were not allowed to go anywhere near Britney if the cameras were there. But at this point, this was our third season of making the band, so they weren't with us all the time. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna go see what Brit's doing, and I'm like go down to her, uh, go down to her dressing room, and like I knock on the door, and Jamie Lynn was there. Oh, and Brittany was like on the far side of the dressing room and Jamie Lynn like opened the door and I was like, I was like, Hey, and I kind of cracked my head in and she saw me from the other side of the room and she goes, she goes, I have to call you back. Like totally hangs up. Whoever she's talking with runs over to me, gives me a huge hug. She's like, you have to meet, you have to meet Jamie Lynn. I'm like, Oh, hi Jamie Lynn. Like I'm Trevor. I was like, what? Did you just get off the phone for me? Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) And then you guys hooked up. No, no. <laughs> never happened. Oh God, that was like the pinnacle of her just hotness. Oh my God. Oh, I was. I'm fingers crossed working 
I'm going to be playing her in something. And I literally texted my brother on like January 3rd. And I was like, so I think this thing's going to be happening. And I feel like I need to look like her now. So now I literally have like all these protein powders and like all these things. And he's on this regimen that lasted, yes. it lasted like two weeks. And then my family came into town last week. And it's just been like. All right. I, start just, tomorrow. I know. Tomorrow. That's it. Back at it. Boom. But I, I mean, it's crazy, though, because like that's just her body at that time. Like that was just like. Like, I, I I don't think anyone could attain that right now. Like it's it's it was just a different frame. There was I could do an hour long podcast on just her on the slavery body. <laughs> yeah, the slave the video. The best. That the video best. is like, whoa. Have you worked with Brian Friedman? Whew. He's dope. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's yeah, so we cool. We never we never worked with him, but I, yeah, he's awesome. Oh man. Wow. Was Britney as goofy and like fun? In yeah. real life, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. seems like a a cool chick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Now I don't know what's going on, Britt. We love you. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, we'll Justin. See you soon. So you you were you're cool with Justin. You like Justin? Oh yeah. So we were playing a uh, challenge for children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the first time I got to like play basketball with him. Mm-hmm. And this was like for charity, you know. And, like, okay. So I was going hard. You're going in. I was going. I was going hard. I was going hard. I was going really hard, like so hard to the point, like he like at a free throw, he, like leans in. He's like, "Hey man," he's like, "Stop guarding me like this. Like why are you guarding me so hard?" I'm like, "I stop it, homie." Mom mentality. <laughs> like you got me in everything else in this world. You ain't getting yeah. me on the court. Sorry, today. JT. Sorry, not today. God, no, he's got game. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, so you you did the whole O Town thing. You're back in L A. And yep. now you guys are back together. Now we're back doing right? the O Town thing. So yep. you just Traveling did the, the O Two K tour. Was that My, what you it did? It was called the My Two K. My Two K. Yeah. Okay. Um, but now we're on the Pop Two Thousand tour. Oh my gosh, tell us all about that. Tell us where we can like see you, find so, you, all that. Yeah, Pop 2000 Tour is like, um, it's us and Ryan Cabrera, fellow LA native. Well, not native, but lives here. Um, I Lance think of Bass hosts LA it. When I think of think Ryan, Ryan Cabrera. Cabrera. Great, yeah. great. Um, Lance is like the host, so he hosts throughout the night. That's so cool. Um, I love Lance. Us, and then um, Brad Fischetti from LFO. We do like a little LFO tribute. With That's him, because so cool. two of the three members are now dead. Mm. Um, so that you know, we do a little tribute there, wow. and then this summer we are adding uh, Mark McGrath. Oh, little sugar, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So, I was so obsessed with gonna, him. Yeah, my, my best girlfriend. She loved him. Oh God. So Sugar, right, man? For a whole summer, I oh was that was it. Came out, it was him. Was like, He's so hot. Him, and Carson Inc- Daly. I was Carson and Carson. Incubus, right? Brandon Wood. Oh gosh, three eleven. I liked them. Mm. Yeah, it took me a while to get on the boy band train. Sorry, no, that's events. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was definitely a little more like Sublime, three eleven. I love like, Sublime, Orange County, right? Orange County. There it is. Well, that's so cool. I um, I do have to say I'm really happy that you have a single called Giants because I feel like that was inspired by the New York Giants, right? <laughs> well, Dan did write it, and Dan is a Giants fan. Um, there you go. <laughs> he had to slip that in there. <laughs> Pretty good. Right? Yes. And then the song you did with Colton from The Bachelor, that's Hello yeah. World. Hello World, yeah. Wait, so how did that even come about? Did he reach out to you guys? So That's yeah, so random. Kind of. So... He played for the Chargers. Yeah. So he had a lot of mutual friends with Jacob. And so Jacob, one of their mutual friends was a radio DJ down there, Frankie J. 
Mm-hmm. And he's always like, dude, we got to get you guys to meet each other. Like, you guys could be related. Like, haha, Underwood, Underwood. Yeah. And then they, they talked about where their families were from. And Colton was like, oh, my God. He's like, yeah, my, my dad comes from this really small, small town in, like, God, I forget where it was, I think Mississippi or something. And Jacob's like, what? Jacob's like, my dad comes, you know, my dad's family's from this city, like, same place. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have to be cousins. Like, they were joking because they have the same last name, but, like, then they found out that literally both of their families are from, like, right at the same place. Mm-hmm. So, they were talking about doing whatever, Ancestry 23. We never did it, but um, he has... Uh, he has this foundation for the cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, he was looking, he's like, man, he's like, yeah, the whole old town thing. He's like, I'm looking for like a song to like really kind of like boost up my, you know, cystic fibrosis, you know? Um, so yeah, Jacob, we found a spot for this song that he had written that we didn't really have done. Mm-hmm. He was trying to figure out how to finish it. And then now that he had a, more of a concept, like what it was going to be towards, mm-hmm. uh, he finished the song and then like, he, you know, um, was pregnant. So he like kind of had his like baby in mind as well. So, and then it just like came out and we put him on the record. Mm-hmm. So we had him in the studio just like saying something and then we like pitched his tone so it's like, like wow, 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 wow. yeah so it's like comes in on the bridge it's like this like little spot it's really cool yeah. that's awesome. it's really awesome he's so nice man that's so good to he's know he's such a nice guy oh i love that yeah. oh that makes me happy yeah. um i want to know do you have a favorite song of yours Ooh, of all time oh you could do all time and then of o-town of uh, i mean of all of O-Town songs or yeah. like our most recent songs? Give me both. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think... I don't even... I can't... It's hard. The new album is really good. I think my new favorite song is Over. Over? Yeah. It's on the new album. The new album. O-T-W-N. Okay. Um, it's a ballad. It's more... It's the most thing we had like kind of that's like all or nothing. Are you so sick of singing that song or do you love oh, it? Oh, absolutely not. I love that you song. You love it. It's it just I feel like it's just good on the vocal cords. I love it so much. Every night it's the best part. I think night. guys like that song more than girls do. I know. Guys are going crazy <laughs> during the shows. Like they're just kind of like doing step touch the entire show. <laughs> and then all nothing goes on and they're like, yeah. like, I see you. I see you, man. I see you. I see you. And I love it when like after the concert, because anybody that buys a shirt from us we stay after and take a selfie with you each each one of us and so i always love when like that guy that i see Mm -hmm. like his girlfriend's like i'm buying the you know so we get the selfie and like he's got to walk through the line with her and i'm like (laughs) i saw you jamming out my dude he's like oh yeah tommy's done that for me oh yeah i always tell him that i'm like you're good you're a good dude and he's like i had fun man i'm like (laughs) i bet you did (laughs) i knew you would i love it which do you like better all or nothing or liquid dreams all or nothing. All or nothing. Did you guys think Liquid Dreams was cheesy when you were recording it? Were you guys like, Yeah, um, we were like, what's no. going on here? But we couldn't get All or Nothing without doing that song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Liquid Dreams is catchy. Yeah, I, no, I, people love again, Liquid Dreams. It's a good song. Dudes singing that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and the dance. It's, oh, God. Did you choreograph that dance? No, no. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, that's so cool. Um, Now you're doing stand-up. Yeah, I just started. Spoiler alert, oh guys. God, Trevor is doing stand-up. Yeah, welcome I, to the club. I know. I've done three shows. Well, I haven't seen you yet, so I can't welcome you yet. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I've done three shows. That's awesome. Um, Did you, was your first show at the Federal? No, my first show was, was at, at the, the Ice, Ice House, House with okay. Michael Yo. With Michael Yo, who I just did a podcast yeah, with. Yeah, you and he asked, he asked me back. 
He asked you back to perform with him? Yeah, okay, so you didn't bomb. Yep, so I did pretty good. I think if you, I mean, if you're a natural performer, you've performed in front of thousands and thousands. You have good comedic timing. It's just, it's in you. Now with stand-up, it's just like, it's the repetitive doing it every single mm-hmm. night and like almost relaxing on stage and sitting in the silence yeah. and taking it in. Yeah. That for me is always that I I started out doing a monologue, which is what I thought was stand up, just like joke, 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 yeah. joke. And no, no. And you find your rhythm and that's it. So that's cool. And that's exactly what's happening. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I, have a, I, have, I have a comedy coach. Yes. Can you shout who, them like, out? Helps me. Yeah. Chris Bowers at Chris Bauer at Bowers Comedy. Actually, Bowers Comedy. Bowers Comedy. Just like it sounds. Let well, how was your it. first time doing it? Where it was it cool? Did- it was wonderful. I had yeah. such a blast. But like you said, it was like, brrr, yeah, you know, no. I was like so nervous. I was. It was good though. I was. I was very happy with the. Um, I was very happy with what I did because yeah. I could see, you know, Ice House tapes it for you. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah, I can watch it back, which is like, painful, but you got to force yourself to watch everything. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like. It's like watching tape. It's like after a basketball game, you get to watch the film back over. Yeah. It's the best. I you love it. Have to. I love it. I watch like O Town film all the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you see, like, kind of what da 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 da, and I'm like, man, I didn't sit in anything because I was just like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, How was your second well, show? Usually the second show is a little rougher. The second than one was better one. than the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course it was. <laughs> I'm looking out like there's an audience. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it was great. The second one was like a small, intimate room that okay. we like. Jam packed, crowd was great. That's awesome. At the federal? No, this was at Bert's back room. Oh yeah, Bert's is cool. It's, they have a great open mic that you should do. There you go. Yeah, it's awesome. No, I'm at yeah. the federal tonight. That's why I keep name dropping the federal. Oh yeah, what is yeah, today's Tuesday? I was there last Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a good room. Yeah, I've never performed there, but I think it'll be fun. Oh it's a, yeah, it's the upstairs. Yeah, yeah, it's a variety show tonight. So there's comic like Joey Diaz is headlining it with like Bill Dawes, me, Crystal Marie, and I forget who else. Um, but then there's also like a pole dancer and like a musical oh, dope. act. Oh, okay. Just, oh, so it's yeah, yeah, it's a variety. Show. It's a variety show, the NoHo variety show. Those so, are yeah. good. That's cool. Um, before we close it out, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Yes. Yes, I want to know. Do you have any predictions? Who do you want? Um, I, I will, I don't, doesn't really matter who wins. I yes. just want a good game. I think it's going to be a great game. I hope it's going to be a good game. Yes. Um, I do think, I do think that the 49ers are going to win. Oh, we're so the opposite. For some reason, because t- to me, and this is just what's been taught to me my entire life mm-hmm. is that defense always beats offense. Mm-hmm. Better defense beats better offense. Um, but we never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes before, so uh-huh. thank you. Who knows? I don't. It depends what kind of scheme they draw oh, up Kelsey. and all this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, they have all the weapons and like all the things in the world. But I think it's gonna be a great um, game. I think it's gonna be so good. I can't wait. Are you excited for J Lo and Shakira? Um, bless you. Yes, I am super excited for Jalen and Shakira. Thank you for saying that. I feel like everyone that I've asked is like, oh, they're performing. And I'm like, where have you been? Dude, it's going to be awesome. Right? Especially when Will Smith comes out and does Miami. Oh, if Ja Rule doesn't come out eating like a cheese sandwich <laughs> and making fun of Fire Festival, I am going to be so upset. If I don't get, I'm real Ja Rule. I, I mean, mean, yeah. oh. I mean, so yeah. mad. you know, there's going to be pitbull. I don't want them to pull a Justin Timberlake where Justin's like, I got it. Right. And it's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> we need all the special appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we need all of that. Are you gonna? You're gonna be. You're doing the Super Bowl halftime show, aren't you? That's why you have to leave right now. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. I'm getting out of here early. They called me to. Uh, it's. Yeah. I feel like it's sad because it does. After everything that just happened, feel like it's almost like insignificant. Like everything feels insignificant after like the tragedy that just happened. But I hope they really do like celebrate Kobe and life and just you know use everything you talked about before to just move forward and just work harder and just be champions on the field. Yeah. I agree. Cool. I have to agree. It's amazing. Mm, right? We got to give love. Give love. All right. Well, pimp yourself out. Tell the meatballs where they can find you. I call them, I call my listeners meatballs, by the way. You look so confused. Yes. I <laughs> it's all good. Oh, wait. I wait. had something I wanted you to do first. Oh, wait. What's up? Okay. So I normally have um, a guest read a few lines from a Lady Gaga song because she's Gold's guest for me. And okay. I decided since Kobe's favorite artist was Jay-Z and he could memorize any Jay-Z album in 24 hours that I picked Run This Town for You in okay. honor of Kobe. So you can read one line, three lines. You could read the whole goddamn song. But just in the most Kobe-esque, motivational, Trevor Pennick way, um, you can go through it, and I will talk to the meatballs really quick. <laughs> I don't, you want me to say it as Kobe? You could say it as Kobe. You could say it whatever inspires you. However you want to say it, you could sing it like... All or nothing, just whatever sparks joy for you or resonates with you, I should say. But you look... Some of these are wrong, just so you know. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. Like, Lyrics.com got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a lot of time, Trevor. Um, uh, Meatballs, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. I, I appreciate you. And thank you for sharing with your friends. That's the best way to find out about podcasts. And yeah, if... You have questions for Trevor and I, email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. And without further ado, Trevor Pennick doing some Jay Z. <laughs> we are, yeah, I said it, we are. This is Rock Nation. Pledge your allegiance. Get your fatigues on. All black, everything. Black cards, black cars, all black, everything. And our girls are blackbirds riding with the Dillingers. I get more in-depth if you boys really real enough. This is La Familia. I'll explain later. But for now, let me get back to this paper. I'm a couple bands down and I'm trying to get back. I gave the other grip. I lost a fifth for five stacks. Yeah, I'm talking five comma six zero dot zero go Back to run a circle. Goes round niggas while we squared up. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that just brought back memories. Trevor and I, I was very drunk at the Belmont and we sang New York State of Mind and he slayed it and I could not hit Alicia Keynotes and I remember going outside and crying hysterically <laughs> because I bombed, oh my god. I bombed my karaoke. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being honest and just open about growing up and Kobe and just yeah. your love for all things entertainment. You're the best. And you can find me at Trevor Pennick 24. Oh. Trevor Pennick 24. Was it always 24? It was always 24. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw that. Tattoo. Always, like, always, always. Always ride or die. For that's that reason. So cool. And, and my email is Trevor Pennick 24 at Gmail. Oh, wow. Look at you. And my just... password is. oh oh shoot a meatball asked if you were single are you single right now yes oh okay so guys slide in slide right in there
Yeah. If you're a good person. Yeah, no. And, and also, uh, if you want to see me do some comedy, I have a show this Saturday mm-hmm. at the Federal Bar Look at, at that. 7.30. Wow. All the things. Yeah. And if, I think this will be out by tomorrow. I'm at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, oh, shit. Big 10 time. 10 p.m. Big time. <laughs> Come see the show. It's going to be amazing. It's called Watch Me Chill. Trevor, you're a delight. Thank you so much. Love you, baby. Yes. Love you. Peace and love to everyone out there. And I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all one superstar.